All right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for movie trailer. Take one. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. You're listening to Trailer Trashed on the Merry-Go-Round Magazine Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, C.J. Simonson and Kate Brockman. Hello and welcome to Trailer Trash on the Mary Ground Magazine Podcast Network. My name is CJ Simpson. I'm the music editor over at Mary Ground Magazine, and this is the podcast where uh, trailers get the fair and balanced critique they deserve after a night of drinking. Uh, I am joined by. I'm Kate. I'm the TV editor. <laughs> we made it through that together. <laughs> Almost. We tried. We could keep that one. Yeah, we'll keep that one after I fucked up the first one. Um, and okay. we have two very special guests on the pod today. We're so special. Thanks. Hey everybody, I'm Bill from the website The Hard Times. And I'm Matt. I'm actually part of the legal team representing the Fader. This uh, is a deposition. Oh oh, <laughs> I'm here to take back our name from these crossfaders slash merry-go-round thieves. It finally happened. <laughs> Somewhere Thomas is listening to this in his car and he just fully shit his pants. <laughs> this is his worst nightmare made real. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I would love to have someone from the Fader on on the pod. It would be really fun. <laughs> Just to ask if they ever heard. I mean, like, I'm sure that someone must have known. Probably. For yeah. anyone jumping in as your it. first episode, we are now Merry-Go-Round Magazine. We used to be Crossfader and had to change our name because we were getting confused for the fader too often. Yeah. And maybe got not some... A op- ba- not a bad thing. No, not a bad thing. Maybe <laughs> got some opportunities yeah. that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, maybe maybe accidentally intercepted some guest lists yeah, along fine. the way. It's fine. We rode those coattails for as long as it took us. We did. Know. But and now we're here on our own merits. MGRM, baby. Getting drunk on a Sunday. Yeah, getting drunk on a Sunday. Uh, you should explain a little bit about how drunk we're going to be getting on this pod. So, Well, first also, we should mention you're doing wine and then tequila, something that We don't have before. to mention it. <laughs> I always feel dicey about that. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. We'll be all right. So... We have our lovely guests on today that will not be partaking in spirits with us. You guys are both sober. Yeah, we're both uh, straight edge nailed to the X, uh, to the X and crucified, straight edge till death. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for work. I'm a legal representative of the Fader, and I'm here to take back our name. Yeah. So we're, we, of course, are accepting of all lifestyles and choices. That's good, but, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Every time you try to drink, we're knocking it out of your oh. hands. <laughs> no, so, this is good. This, was, this has been something that we have been kind of like thinking about. Yeah. We, ha- we know we have writers that, that don't drink and have expressed they want to an come interest on the to pod. come on the pod. And we're always like, well, how are we, like, we going to do it? And the answer is we're going to drink for you. Because <laughs> um, there's four shots that have to be taken. Yeah. So, they don't. So they don't have to be taken. No, but like we're, we're also, <laughs> we, Listen, ha- we have integrity. we're going to kill ourselves for content, we're going to do it. Well, so. Matt's is in the sublime shot glass. That is 100% Matt's uh, yeah. shot that he should yeah, be taking. Yeah, I'll drink for Matt. That's fine. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So, because Matt is a huge uh, uh, Brad Noel, uh, what is his goddamn name? Yeah, Bradley. Yeah, yeah Bradley <laughs> yeah. Noel fan. Uh, yeah, and uh, and actually, yeah, I actually did pick specific music theme. That's a Japanese breakfast shot class. So you know, we got some music stuff, and uh, this is actually going to be a music kind of at least for the, our first two trailers themed. And then episode. we and then we ran out of music themed trailers. Well, they only make so many mo- music movies, you know. Like, yeah, there's only so much I can do. But we should do a shot, and then we're going to do a shot at the roundup too. Yeah, uh, at the rapid fire. All right. So, shame Sorry. on you. Sorry, <laughs> you have to see this. Cheers. <laughs> so bad. Right now. So All bad right. right now. Mm. All we're right. Good. Let's talk about our first so trailer. Your tracer was water, and yours was. Chorus? Uh, is, that, is, is that what a chaser is? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a recurring theme where, if you haven't noticed, CJ is roughly double my size. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did notice. And so, so far on this podcast, there's only been one episode where I've been fully blacked out. <laughs> We're trying not to get there anymore. Yeah. Because you tried a, to stab the guest. There's, <laughs> there's a comfortable line of drunk that you yeah. want to ride. And so <laughs> in we've order been, to make this listenable and palatable. This is episode, are we 13 now? This is 14, Lucky, Oh, think. 14. Yeah, All right, so, so we're now in episode 14. We've gotten a little better at threading the needle since episode 6 A little bit, yeah. When I was... But like <laughs> listening to it again, it was like hearing it for the first time. So we're trying to not have that happen. So yes, I am maybe having a sip of water. All right, All right so I'm gonna be honest. I just met you guys. I feel like you created this podcast because you're just a bunch of drugs, right? <laughs> I mean, jury's out. Like, so it's like film fans and we're drunks. And and you got- 
but you, you gotta make hay while the sun shines. You, yeah, know? Yeah, you <laughs> gotta you gotta find a way to you know they say if you do what you love for a living you'll right. never work a day in your life. So if we can figure out how to monetize this whole drinking thing, yeah, look, it's fair. We're here to do a I've actually okay. I think Kyle Kinane talked about this a little bit though, where his whole gimmick when he first started doing stand up was that he was drunk and he would talk about drinking right. a lot, and then eventually it caught up to him because people Backfires. wanted him to be that guy, yeah. and he got like gout or whatever. <laughs> oh, really? He's like, dude, my fucking feet hurt. I don't want to be always drinking every time yeah, I go up on stage. I think that, I don't want to tell Kyle's stories for him, so I think that's what I heard him say once. Yeah, no, that, I, 100%. I mean, I'd be down for some gout. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you know. I don't. For the record. Just for the record. Smidge. No, let's, no let's gout. Let's spice it up. Yeah, Actually, I was in college. Touch of gout is fun. Just a little gout. Just co- enough gout so people know I'm serious. Yeah. I was in college and uh, my friend had gout and I had to like carry him out of a party. <laughs> legs locked up. Oh my god. Shit. Wow. Like, dude, you're an old person now. Yeah, wow. Uh, gout, definitely a... Uh, not something I know anyone has ever had. Well, see, because what are some of the other side effects of alcohol abuse? What do you guys think? Oh, <laughs> liver failure. Liver failure for sure. Yeah. That's gonna happen like on the pod though. Bad <laughs> bad podcast Wait, is a side effect of too much. Wait, so is that yeah. you ever asking us our blood types? Because you know we have healthy livers, and it was just this is a whole thing. I saw a bathtub full of ice just a minute ago. <laughs> What's actually going on? We can get to that later. Okay. We can get to that yeah, off yeah, the yeah, pod. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to talk about the bathtub full of ice. Let's jump jump into some trailers, shall we? Let's talk about it. Uh, uh, so first up, we're going to talk about yesterday. This was my last gig. If it has happened by now, it's like a miracle. Miracles happen. What happened? Oh. Electricity flicked off all over the world. Cheese! <laughs> yesterday, Ellie bought you a present. All my troubles seem wow. so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Oh when did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Who? So yesterday, a movie where it posits that the the Beatles just don't exist uh that something has happened and a, and a, a person basically blacks out maybe of uh you got hit by a accident. car yeah, are you gonna have to clarify just for me what does the word posit mean posit, you know like it it, 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 uh, <laughs> it it suggests you know that okay, uh, yeah. Suggests. yeah 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 uh that though yeah that the beatles are no longer they ne- they've never existed the band does never made any music and this person who knows all the beatles songs is basically beginning to profit off Well, that, here's that. a question. Yes. I don't think that it posits that the Beatles never existed. I think it more is everyone has simultaneously forgotten about the Beatles. Yeah, I oh, think, okay. I think... Oh, but it's true because he does the Google search, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there is okay. no George, Paul, John, Ringo. Like, he looks... No, don't they, don't they kind of... They kind of hint that George, they, that two of the guys from the Beatles show right. up to talk about it. Yeah, he's on James Corden at the end of the trailer, and and he says we have two people here who claim that they have written these songs, and yeah. one of them is a shoeless man, so I assume yeah. that that's George. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's but so that's the, weird. So the Beatles like never broke in this world; like no, they never got they, popular. I don't think. I think it's saying that the so because even if the Beatles weren't popular, they still would have wrote like "I Want to Hold Your Hand" or whatever. So that song would exist somewhere right. in time. Uh, I think it's saying that those four guys, the Fab Four, are not in existence. And when they hint at whoever, you know, on Corden is coming on, that's going to be some twist that we don't see. It's going to be like yeah, Alton John and, you know, his his songwriter or some stupid shit. Or, like, yeah, I, I do think that, like, probably Paul McCartney existed, just not yeah. in the context of the Beatles, yeah, he's right? Not, yeah, he's not a guitar player or whatever. Yeah. So he was writing the songs in his bedroom, and then he saw this guy on TV and said, I wrote that song? It's a, it's a, I mean, I guess we'll have to see the movie. Right. To find out what, so I have dating back uh, ten years ago. I had an argument with a roommate of mine that if the Beatles existed today, they would be one hundred percent ignored. So this movie is what I would say. They, this guy would not be popular. That the Beatles, despite that they've influenced so many musical right. acts over the years, 
so we're going to say that those musical acts still exist that were Beatles influenced. Correct. But now the Beatles are going to come out. Nobody would give a shit. Right. About that. 100%. Yeah, I wrote that down too. The Beatles would never exist as like a popular band. That just wouldn't happen. That argument like a, doesn't make any sense. They like invented modern music. But right, no, but modern music's <laughs> already been invented, right? Like, so if the Beatles came out today with all the music that already exists that's influenced by the Beatles, if you try to backdoor that, it's like all this music similar to the Beatles already exists. Yeah. So the Beatles are just white noise now if they yeah. Today. Because then, fucking what's his fuck British ginger man James Cor- oh Ed Sheeran Ed yeah, Sheeran is in this British movie British. and like if you want to talk about you know like singer songwriter yeah she has the like fix you Coldplay line but it's like for sure fix you is one hundred percent indebted to like it would not exist without the Beatles so right. yeah I, yeah I don't know yeah it's a little bit of a weird thing to even consider whether or not the Beatles would be important today because you're taking away all their context of course they're not important right. if you take away yeah well context. I also hate any movie that posits uh, head trauma <laughs> like like there's so many like oh I bumped my head and now a thing happens movie and that so a buddy of mine uh, when I lived in Portland every Sunday we would go we would walk to the movie theater and see the worst movie we could possibly see this would be underlined when we saw the trailer. Like, we are going to see that, and we are going to hate the shit out of it. Now. Yeah, so this is Danny Boyle, uh, wrote and directed this, the guy from Slumdog Millionaire, among a lot, 28 Days Later, among a lot of other things. But this is definitely like him, it is most kind of like sentimental, if you like. And uh, the writer of Love Actually. Well, uh, writer yeah. of Love Which Actually. Which is like a love story to yeah, the Beatles. For sure. And I wonder how much of this is like just wrapping up, like, we're going to sell so many more Beatles records after this. You know, like, like they are going to make a record called Yes yesterday that is based on the music for this and it's going to be that guy performing all those songs and people are going to buy it and it's, it's going to... tough to get the rights to that to those songs for sure jackson have like his michael estate? jackson's estate owns yeah. them and they are locked up yeah. so like i'm very curious what the budget of this movie is because yeah. it looks like a like a million dollar movie right. like a super low-key kind of like sundancey budget yeah. But in order to have all these songs in this movie, this movie has to have like a ten million dollar budget. Yeah, I would assume. I, like, what are the odds that the like the people that come on to Corden that he's like they claim to be doing it are Ringo and Paul? Like, because they're I'd, the last two living. I'd I mean, say decent odds. Yeah, right. Like, I yeah. Feel, Danny Boyle's a big enough director that I would imagine if Paul McCartney found out that they were making this movie and he gave his blessing that he'd be like, sure, I'll come do a cam- I'll come do a cameo yeah, on your movie. I bet they could get them in was for one day. I, I was gonna try and do it, and I, I yeah, <laughs> he backed out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll come be on your movie. Yeah. Good day, mate. Good. It's me, Paul McCartney. It's yeah, me, yeah. Paul McCartney. <laughs> Yours is very hello, aggressive. Hello, governor. Okay. Yesterday. The, the gout is setting it. That's not how that <laughs> sounds, sounds either. All my troubles seem so far away. Far too cockney, really I feel That's like. That's really good. That's too, it. Too cockney. Hello, um, I'm Ringo. To me, I feel like the most interesting <laughs> thing about like the idea that the Beatles just wouldn't have existed is like some band had to fill that like void, right? Like Maybe it was called right right so but to me like that would like when so yeah we were talking about this at work and i was like i just feel like the stones would have been the band right like those were the that the two of that generation that you would talk about but to me like the world would be infinitely more interesting because i feel like there that would mean that the future of the world was a slightly darker scarier place if the stones were like the most influential band that ever existed they were like the black hat to the beatles white hat. right exactly so like i feel like that's something that a this movie is not going to explore but would be like an interesting outcome of like some other band is going to fill that hole have you ever seen uh hot tub time machine yes (laughs) one of my favorite movies i think i couldn't rewatch it i tried watching i think on hot tub time machine 2 which I think exists. I've not seen that. I think yeah. at the end of Hot Tub Time Machine 2, there's a scene, it could be in the end of no, number one, I'm not sure. There's a scene where Rob Corgi's character has used the hot tub to uh, inject himself in all these big moments in I history. Think that's but, part one. Okay, okay he, yeah, that he, sounds familiar. He's the creator of Google, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's called like, whatever. Yeah, you know, he's it's, playing in Guns N' Roses at one point or something like that. Yeah. It actually remind that reminded me of this because he becomes the Beatles. Like he rejects <laughs> himself in history. Right. Um, with all these ideas that he's stolen. I actually think it was interesting. I think probably what the movie will be a little bit about would be about how a lot of pop stars play music that isn't theirs anyways. Right. It's all written by songwriters. That one guy in Sweden, what's his name? The super songwriter guy? Yeah. yeah. And there's a lady too who wrote like Wrecking Ball and a bunch of Katy Perry songs. There's a, a group of people in Sweden who write a lot of the pop songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's kind of interesting to think about how this guy's like feels like a fraud because he's singing someone else's songs. I do but, hope that's mostly what this movie kind yeah. of explores because 
Yeah, if it doesn't acknowledge that at all, or if it doesn't explore at least as a major theme, like, this guy just became famous with no talent. Right. I mean, like, other than to be able to, I guess, remember yeah. all the songs. And be able to actually play the songs. Sure, I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm just saying he clearly... But yeah, it's, it's not, not his, worthy of yeah. the talent. You're right. Like, yeah, it's a lot like a pop star kind of reckoning. He's being called a singer-songwriter when all he is is a performer. Yeah. Right. Which is a lot of... Happens to a lot of actual pop stars. For they, sure. they even buy the rights to say that they wrote the song. Right. Or yeah. Right. But, um, even, but even then... Not to, like, dunk on the Beatles, but when you go back and you listen to, like, interviews about them talking about their process for writing the songs, it's like, oh, I like to be on a train, so I wrote a song about being on a train. You're saying that, like, yeah, that their genius is maybe, like, glorified. I I mean, glorified for sure. I mean, let's not undersell the importance of the Beatles. Sure. But, like, at the end of the day, they were just a bunch of kids writing songs in their garage, like, just like any other band, you know? Right, no, And, of course, they changed the tide of music, but it's not, like, like, pouring my heart and soul. Like, not all of their songs were like that, you know? Right. Even, like, you know, as far as talent, if this guy can play every Beatles song, then are they super technically proficient or anything like right. that? So yeah. They wrote catchy songs uh, that caught on at a certain time, and there's right. a lot of luck that went into it. And I yeah. just, for, for the record, I want to state that I don't agree with any notion that puts the Beatles down in importance. So I, no, I agree <laughs> that they're important. Yeah, but it's not. I, I, too, I too would like to say. I'm that. not yes. nodding along to anyone saying that the Beatles are not uh, talented or important. So, oh no, for <laughs> sure, and that's not what I was saying. I'm I just am, saying I that am not. Kind of saying. Go off, sis. The Beatles are extremely important to musical <laughs> history, but. I just think they're overrated. Do I like Beatles songs? Yeah, sure. Overrated? I think they're overrated. I yeah, don't think they write good pop songs. They write good pop songs, but I think they are overrated. They're, they, they're such a magical. Like everybody's told, like, oh, you have the Beatles are the best ever, and everybody buys into it. You're just another sheep, man. Buy into the Beatles. Wow. Oh man, big Beatles. What you are? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't listen to the Beatles yeah, that yeah. much. This guy, I, I you sit, don't listen I to Beatles radio on Sirius XM. No. I, I sort of suggested that the Beatles wouldn't be as popular today. Matt slams his hands and that's bullshit. The fucking guys are amazing. But I think that's true. Like I just don't see. I mean, like yeah, when you strip it of the context, they just it, well, those okay. songs wouldn't play. Because if you're, if we're if we're not putting the deletion of the Beatles from history in like a same context where you go back in time and kill baby Hitler, and then you come back and like we're living in a weird dystopian future because yes. The Holocaust was horrible. Here we go. I'm bringing it wait, back. This is like the first Beatles. time we've done this podcast. Like they have no idea. We don't normally bring up the Holocaust. On all the no, this is Holocaust corner. Oh no, no, that's not a thing. We're I'm bringing with. it back. Oh, so no. if you don't bring up the fact that, like, oh yes, it would be good to kill baby Hitler, but then like, how many other things would change? If we're not going down that route, don't look at me like that. I'm bringing this back. I know. I know if we're not going down that route where it's like, yes, the Beatles don't exist, and now the whole world is different. If we're just plucking the Beatles out, but everything else is the same, it just creates so many more questions. I no, I agree. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about like the, the ripple effect of yeah. Like, if of it doesn't address the that, then it's like Back we thought of a really good idea for I a feel, movie. I feel like you guys are saying, oh, if the Beatles uh, were invented right now, that's kind of like saying, yeah, what if John Revere uh, rode down the fucking streets yelling, "The British are coming!" A week after they came. You know, you right. it's just you strip something of all of its right. context. Of course. of course, it's not important, but still, it's important for a particular reason. God damn it, the Beatles are important. <laughs> right, right. That's it. So, no so, one's saying the Beatles uh, aren't important. Also, yeah. for the record, I just want to say the whole Holocaust thing, like the studio that we're in right now, all the weird fascist oh, art now yeah. makes a lot <laughs> more sense. I, we just it's met these people. I'm really CJ, sorry. I told you to take down all of our posters of Goebbels before they came <laughs> over. Wow. Yeah, it's been revealed. <laughs> It's out here. So I, I want to go back to what Matt said. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> so, so I think there's a disconnect here. All right. So, yes, the Beatles' historical importance is un... You cannot take that away. But if the Beatles existed to just their new pop band on the scene, nobody gives a shit. That's all I'm saying. Like, they, they didn't have any special sauce. There's nothing magical about the Beatles other than the fact that they were there and they... they... That makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if Arnold Schwarzenegger was a bodybuilder today, he wouldn't be that important. That's sure. right. That is right. Yeah, that's just that's a true. fucking stupid thing to say. Thank you, for, no sense. Thank you for acknowledging my yeah. point. <laughs> was he fucking... the governor of California before or after he's a bodybuilder if, today? If Chuck Liddell jumped into the UFC right now, he wouldn't be very competitive. Thank you for making my point. Exactly. Yeah. All these <laughs> things mean nothing. Yeah. 
so that, that is so they are important to history. Yes, of course. But my argument is not that. I am not saying they're not important to history. This means nothing to point out. <laughs> All right. So it's nothing to point out that if you strip a historical, you're, you're walking home. <laughs> someone of a historical importance, if you strip them of their history, yeah, right. they're no longer important. I sure, think, that means nothing. But well, I, but then that's what this movie is doing. It's stripping the Beatles of their historical context by right. plucking them out of history with no inclination of ripple effect. Right. So yeah, exactly what she's saying right there. So and attempting now, to praise the magic that like probably yeah. would not exist today. So yeah. So okay. I'm saying that the entire movie is going to like you're okay. building something that the Beatles are. A magic band and but if you did that strip at all what this movie's doing nobody would give a shit they'd be like that yeah that was nice yeah. but I you're not your going now. to like, <laughs> yes the hard times s- will continue to exist after yeah, this these podcast. are good songs you're, but they're yeah, not you're going saying, to be you're saying the premises movie is flawed because the songs themselves without the whole history of the Beatles exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly. yes well and, and I th- yeah and I think that's like mostly it's so symbolic in the moment where he's like, why don't you just change it to Hey Dude? Because because mm-hmm. that would be the song that would be more popular today. Like, Hey Jude would never play in, on the radio right mm-hmm. now. Like, if... Unless... It's interesting, I guess. It's, that's a kind of part of the experiment of it all would be would the song still rise to the top? Music is all democratized nowadays. Like, if you right. put the Beatles up on YouTube as under a new name and no one had heard about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder... I mean, <clears throat> which of those songs would... Yeah, which of those songs would be key? I, I feel like when I look at like bands that are important now, like I don't feel like any of them are like necessarily like name checking the Beatles as a big influence. Like lots of music now feels far indebted into like eighties pop or you know like like there's we've moved kind of past that. Like, but it's just so ingrained in the culture. Maybe it doesn't really. I think uh, J.K. Rowling uh, put out a book under a pseudonym. Yeah, and never mm-hmm. let anyone know for a while that it was her to see if she could again get high praise and, and sell books on yeah. it without the power of her name. And then she revealed that it was her. Did so, she was she able to sell? The, the, the critics liked it. I'm not so sure. It was it was meh, but from my sorry. Oh sorry. CJ stabbed me with a pen. <laughs> yeah, we're violence. Back. It, um it, you're right. It like it I think it was like, I feel considered like people okay. knew mm. like pretty soon after the book came out that it was her. It was called like the something something. Yeah. Which I know is oh, very yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. they made like an HBO movie on it and stuff. Yeah, so. it was like a mystery kind of adult novel. And it was like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. But I remember knowing that it was her pretty quickly. She put it out there and I think she let people review it. it that, I think the main thing she was going for was the reviews, like to see yeah. if she would still get reviewed uh, mm. positively. I don't know. I don't think book sales were like. Harry Potter. How vain to do something like that, though. Like, I'm going to prove it. (laughs) Also, Dobby has a 10-inch cock, and you all have to know that now. Oh, God, I hate that so much. (laughs) Um, The bathroom thing is infuriating. Yeah, I I just wonder, like, uh, I think that's interesting, but also I think something to take into context there is that, like, she wrote a book for adults, not for kids, and also, like, changed genres. She was, like, making a mystery book versus, Mm -hmm. or a mystery novel versus, like, a fantasy thing. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know... At least she was taking into a, like account, like changing mm-hmm. her own, you know, like ethos and like how she her writing style and all this stuff to actually like account for that. So like if the Beatles came back, they would have to be like, you know, they would have to sound different. They well, would have to know that. Paul McCartney wrote that modern day pop song with Kanye West. Yeah, that's true. That was good. Yeah. It was fine. So they can still. Yeah, play. I, I'm just so. Anyone here is doubting the songwriting abilities of Paul McCartney is. Out of their goddamn minds. <laughs> yeah, go listen Gotta to a bunch of wings, make it back <laughs> home yeah. by Monday. I don't know. He's so horny on that new record. I can't. <laughs> I love it, man. Paul McCartney fucks, and I'm here for it. <laughs> like, He's out there. Tell me if tell me you wouldn't like if you were oh, no. if you were at Coachella in the VIP lounge and Paul McCartney was like sidling up to you, like you wouldn't go back to his hotel and have a drink with him. Not because, because I would. Not because he's horny or writes good horny pop songs. Just because he he's is charismatic. Paul McCartney. Like, yeah, I, yeah, he yeah. can be horny. Right, but he's Who cares? Okay. Night, you know? yeah. All right, yeah. What I'm well, saying is, Paul McCartney, come on the pod. Oh boy, yeah, that would be amazing. We got Paul wine drunk to talk about the yesterday trailer. Oh god, uh, wouldn't hold your breath. Wouldn't hold your yeah, breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah, future. That's a goal, you know. So one thing, back to that trailer that uh, the movie Saving Silverman. Do you remember that? Yeah, movie? yeah, yeah, for sure. It reminded me of that where they're a Neil Diamond like uh, mm-hmm. like tribute. Like the whole mm-hmm. thing at the beginning just reminded. His struggles early right. on before the bike mm-hmm. hit just reminded me of like the joke uh, diamonds in the rough. Yeah, 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 from yeah, yeah. Saving yeah. Silverman. They only play a certain era, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Also, another point 
if the Beatles were born to the point where they were making their music for the first time today, they would be making completely different music. Yeah, of course. So it's like, where? What, it, like the, the question of would the music be popular They'd today? They'd be mumble rappers. <laughs> they, would, they would be SoundCloud rappers. Honestly, they would not be these... super tatted up. Yeah. It would sound a lot like that Kanye West song, uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's move on to another trailer uh, that involves music and pop stardom, uh, Teen Spirit. Why did you enter this competition? I like to sing. A lot of people like to sing. You can sing, but you're an inexperienced performer with a Polish name entering a competition that relies on the public vote. I never dreamed I would make it this far. Sing from here. Mum, mum, mum. Does he know what he's doing? He's not a real manager or anything, but he has a lot for me. We can do a lot more. You can do this, Violet. You can do this. So this is like a kind of like an uh, like a Mamma Mia ish, or uh, what are other movies that do that? Uh, I'd rather cut my dick off, throw it in a blender, than watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Really? All right, yeah. My, quick. Here's my first thought: <laughs> Is Ellie Goulding gonna be the artist that we really wrap ourselves around to for this trailer? No, yeah. Ellie Goulding wrote that fucking like the lights are something. Okay, time so. to stop. This movie, this movie trailer feels like it was in a vault since like. 2013 and is now on YouTube. Yeah, so we watched the second trailer of this. There is a first trailer, and in the first one, she wa- she sings the Robin song, you know, Dancing on My Own. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, great song. Um, Said but- Kate, being a white girl and drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was brought up with on the interface, you brought up the trailers to watch it, it was Kurt Cobain flanking the trailer on each <laughs> yes, side. I yes. thought it was going to be like a biopic or biopic or whatever, how we pronounce it, of... Kurt Cobain from a female perspective. Like all That'd of a sudden, be cool. they've recast Kurt Cobain as a as a like woman. they did at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple yeah. of years ago. I yeah, didn't, I didn't see that, but yeah, uh, they had like a Nirvana reunite, but it was all female lead singers. Yeah, so it was, yeah, like oh, that's uh, fun. Yeah, St. Vincent and uh, Lord and a couple of other people. Um, Lord is good. Yeah, Kim Gordon and stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah super cool. Um, there is no Nirvana tie. In yeah, this no, other no. than I think there's a TV show called Teen Spirit. Yeah, Teen Spirit is like their American Idol in yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah. So Elle Fanning is going to go on American Idol, and then some like she has like a schlubby manager who's maybe not up for yeah. the task, but he means well. He's and so then there's overly like, schlubby. And then there's like, schlubby. and then there's like a, a slinky woman in a power yeah. suit who's like. We will make you famous for realsies, and then she's yeah. like, "Oh, I've got quite a decision to make." Yeah, that's, that's the, it. That's the movie. That's, that's it. That's the whole movie. Yeah, she's I... like, "Oh, I love to sing." And they're like, "You can sing, but you have to like do the business." Well, it's so weird that she's like, "I love to sing," and then the the yeah the manager person is like, "The difference is that lots of people come on this show thinking they can sing. You really can sing." And I was like. Why would you sign up for a singing competition show if you don't have a, like a, a, just even a tiniest bit of talent to hey, sing? Ask uh, William Hung, huh? <laughs> Come on. Ask, for sure. Ask Mary Roach, yeah. okay? There's a particular type of movie um, where it's like geared towards young women and all the storylines are about how they have some special thing that sets them apart from the crowd. It's most common in like the I think the movie's called like Divergent or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like the, even the, the the like the trailer for that one is like, there's so many people, but you're special. Right. And I when I see those movies, I literally there's nothing in the world that doesn't relate to me more than a young woman who has some special well, talent. You hate female-fronted anything. <laughs> like, you hate a strong woman in a role of... Uh, you often hate, told me this. Well, I, hate, I hate when it's like... These are the opinions of the fader, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, hate, I hate when it's uh, like about someone who has a secret ability that like finally the world gets yeah, to yeah. know. You know. Almost like they'll let the hair down and she was hot the entire time. So yes, takes her glasses sure. off. Yeah. Anything like that. Like I'm sure that those um, also come by in male roles, but I feel like it's really strong in movies that are geared towards like 13 to 18 year old women i can't believe this is relevant again but i did watch the first twilight movie again a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago Mm -hmm. because we gave up on the super bowl and decided to watch that instead (laughs) yeah that's another type of that that's another type of that movie and i will say getting like watching that movie again and being back in that headspace of like 
everything is high drama and like she's so special and she's not like other girls and she immediately shows up to a new school and every boy wants to hold her hand yeah. but she's miserable yeah, it's like that's so attractive to guys is when a girl like walks in like grumpy and you know all that stuff it's like guys just flock to that yeah. you know they love it yeah. it's just kind of like a it's a little tropey i don't know there's like there's a lot of movies that don't fit that but um i'm trying to think about like like Wayne's World, you know, there's not like they actually have the best TV show and they're like shunned yeah. and it's all unfair and then they finally get their big break. You right. know, like they're like nerds or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? But I feel like when it's like Divergent or like Hunger Games or like it seems like this movie too, sure. it's like a lot of people want to sing, but you can't. Yeah. But the world's holding you back until now. And you're going to do it for everyone. And then, you know, I guess young women are supposed to be like, that's me. Yeah. Well, I'm special, we... but no one understands how special <laughs> I am. Are we going to talk... Yeah, exactly. talk about the dumbest line in this trailer? Which is? You're a caterpillar and we're a cocoon. Yeah. And I mean, together, chill, so. together we can be a butterfly. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, I want to blow my brains out listening yeah. to this. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was weird because, like, the first trailer I was, like, pretty in on. But I think it's because I like that Robin song. And so the idea that, like, we're going to get this weird, like, late 2000s, early 2010s, like, electro pop, like, Mamma Mia is kind of interesting to me. Or was it Rock of Ages or whatever, where they just, we repurpose those songs as if, Mm -hmm. like, they're, you know, not canonically existing in the world and they've come up with them or whatever. Like, I I, that's kind of interesting. I think because she's going on an American Idol type show, those are songs that exist and she's just singing them because that's what you do when you go on American Idol. Maybe. The people she on American Idol lot, aren't, though. The people going on American Idol aren't singing original songs. Right, but then, like, this entire soundtrack is made up of all of those songs, so I don't I don't know. Like, I it's think, made up of Ellie Goulding and Robin and... Uh, I don't think it's doing the same thing. Well, I guess it's not doing the same things yesterday, but I don't think it's positing that, like, that those don't she exist. wrote those songs. Sure. I think she's just singing them because she's so on she an American Idol type show. karaoke kind of performance. Well, I did yeah. get the vibe that in teen spirit that the Beatles do not exist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because otherwise she, you know, they're so popular today. She obviously would have been singing. She would have sang. Yeah, for sure, for sure, hundred percent. You both have. You both studied film. Yes. There any movies about a young man or fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and he's got a special talent that no one knows about, and it's all about how different he is. Yeah, dude, Harry Potter. We just not talent, but like Harry Potter is a pretty good one because he's a wizard. Well, not just a wizard, but everyone's like, oh, you're like he's the boy who lives. Yeah, you're the most special wizard. And he's half, he's half wizard or something. Yeah. Right? No, he's full wizard. He's full wizard. Oh, he Hermione have, is half wizard. She's a muggle, mudblood. He didn't have muggles? Nope. He lives with her. muggles because his parents both died. Okay, yeah, you're right. That is the same story. Yeah. Also, Hogwarts had no bathrooms before plumbing was invented. They and would just Dobby shit on the floor. And Dobby has a 10-inch cock. Yeah, and Dobby right. has a 10-inch cock. Canonically. It's canonic. Yeah, now. You said that multiple times. Where did you get this information from? Because, uh, there's like, a whole thing where like the Pottermore site will like retweet out like facts about the world, and for no reason they tweeted out like, "Oh yeah, there were no bathrooms or plumbing until like the late 1800s." <laughs> the People wizards just, at Hogwarts would just shit on the floor and, and magic it, it away. And you're like, "That's insane! Why would you say that? Why would you ever make that up?" Right, right. Anyway, so now so, it's like, and then it's one of those things like, "Does it disappear? Or do you just transport it to a different place?" Because there's somebody that's like, you know, that boat that was under the bridge when Dave Matthews. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes like, the best story. No, and that was a movie. What movie was that? Where does the shit go? We want to know. Someone invents a spray. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, fuck, it's called Envy. It's en- like Jack Envy. Black. Yeah, it's Envy with Ben Stiller and Jack Black. And he yeah. makes a poo go away spray. And then like the whole question is like, where is the poo going? I have not seen Sorry, I'm derailing this, this conversation. There's, uh, I'm starting to think about Harry Potter. I feel like there's a really uh, gender-balanced audience. Like more... Uh, women like it even though it's a f- male character. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like the friends I know who are super into Harry Potter. And my a lot wife of them loves are, it. Yeah, my girlfriend loves it too. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Love Harry Potter. Uh, that mm-hmm. was part of its success is that it has a storyline that uh, can go to... I'm trying to think. There are definitely examples. I'm sure oh, there's Oh yeah, I mean like yeah. Harry Potter, Artemis Fowl, Ready yeah, Player One. Yeah. I never saw Ready Player One. I like um, freaking uh, the guy, the, the PETA. No, that was Hunger Games. I never saw Artemis... He's in a bunch of them. There's there's a bunch of them in, like, um, a lot of the John Green books are about boys that are, like, special in some way. Yeah. Looking for Alaska is, like, a boy. This reminded me a lot of, like, A Star is Born, which is, like, a very similar kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, 
basically for no reason he is saying like you are more special or i don't know he ha- he's drawn to her in a way that he's not she's drawn picked out of the crowd you yeah, know what yeah. though to this movie's credit i could see because they've brought the whole like management thing and like business side of the music world thing into it i could see the at the end of this movie like svelte lady manager being like oh you're actually not that special we're moving on to this person for sure well yeah that's uh, yeah i feel like the thing that people like about stars born is that there is a little bit of that kind of like Businessy, like, because she becomes basically a pop star, not unlike the mm-hmm. one that they're showing here. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I thought it was really good. Yeah, yeah, and I, and that's like it's kind of like that storyline for sure. This yeah. is, this just feels like oh, you want to see a Star Is Born, but you want to hear modern songs that you know. <laughs> it's like a Star Is Born without the interesting love story. No, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And without... instead, it's Elle Fanning and a schlubby dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's this what need, the kids like. This needs more Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott should have been the. Uh, the, yeah. the manager. That he could have saved everything. Spot. Sam Elliott can save most things. Yeah. In general. yeah. <laughs> Mustache. Oof. Woo! All right, you're Come on the to... pod, Sam Elliott. <laughs> we throw a lot of lofty. <laughs> or, I think you got Paul McCartney, you got Sam Elliott. Those are two very reasonable gets. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then also a writer for The Fader. So I feel like our bar is kind of everywhere. You know, you know what? Time. You just got to have good. you just got to have an open heart and just put it out into the universe because you yeah. never know. You, it never hurts to ask. You should always ask. Little do you guys know, we mentioned the hard times, guys, in the first episode. And here yeah. we are. That's only crazy. We've later. manifested it. Yeah. 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 I, we heard her, and that's why we're here. Oh, great. Yeah. So it works. Yeah. So what you're that saying... That has a lot to say about what you said about him in that episode, because <laughs> yeah. he was not happy. Well, I mean, I think looking around the apartment, you you, you get a little <laughs> bit of our vibe now. Um, all right, you ready to do... Uh, that was a little bit more than you wanted for the tequila for the second shot that you couldn't pour Wait, Why you guys... I, thought, I feel like we did two movies. No, we're, we're, we're moving we're... on to the rapid fire. <clears throat> we're drinking for you. Wouldn't it make more sense if you took a shot... Before every movie that we discussed, are you no, trying to kill that us? That would really kill us. That would really. That like, would really kill us. us. That All right. would make gout set so much faster. <laughs> I don't even know the science behind it. All right, rapid, rapid fire. fire shot number two. Are you doing no, it or I, what? I am. I am. Okay. Sorry. I thought you held your nose, but you were just moving your holding your hat. Out. Yeah, I was just making sure I don't. You know. You gotta hang on to your hat. This Arizona Diamondbacks. Woo! Hat. All right, we did it. First movie, Shaft. Shaft. Uh, reboot. Nobody was asking yeah. for. Uh, yeah, or like re, yeah, night or sequel. Re, yeah, re-imagine. so yeah, the the yeah. grandfather was actually the original Shaft. Yeah, is Richard Roundtree. Yeah. So Samuel L. Jackson is just the guy they cast. He's nowhere in a Shaft canon. Or so Shaft, he... yeah, they remade it in two thousand. Oh, as... and he is yeah, and Richard Roundtree is his like uncle. I think. Um, yeah, okay. so the, all three of these are now, okay. yeah, part so of it the Shaft makes universe. Okay, yeah. the Shaft universe. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what everyone has been asking for all these years, yeah. Um, I, I have I've seen clips of the original Shaft. I did not know that a 2000 Shaft existed, and then now there's this. I don't know what where everyone falls on the Shaft. Uh, I have board. to admit to something. When we were in film school, Shaft was the only movie that whole semester that I slept the complete way through. Really? I never saw it. We had to we had to go to these like screenings for our film history class, and so you would go, and we had like a real theater, like a like a medium sized movie theater at our school that we would go and watch all these movies in, mm-hmm. and it's at like three p.m. How do you and sleep it's air con- all of them, it's here, because it's three p.m. It's air conditioned. I was up until three a.m. the night before because college. And you just get and you just sit down in this comfy chair and then the lights are down and it's quiet. And it's, I I tried so desperately to stay awake, but Shaft was the one movie that I slept completely, like, be, like opening credits to end credits. I was out. There a lot of gunshots. Like, <laughs> I was really tired. Fair enough. Before the hard times, I had a comedy site that I briefly launched that failed and it was called... Uh, Sleepy Tomatoes, and it was reviewed <laughs> by my girlfriend or my friend's girlfriends who fell asleep during the movie. Nice. So oh, movie, that's movie, really good. Like, movie. at what point they fell asleep? And Just movie reviews yeah. of movies that they slept through. Nice. So the like reviews it. would say shit like, eh, it doesn't have that many loud thuds or bumps. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up, there was a guy in a car, and I was back asleep. And that's great. There's a really funny um, movie-going experience, I remember with uh, Carter, our podcast editor, who you guys just recorded with, where we all went to go see The Forest when it came out at midnight, which was this crappy, crappy horror movie about the Aoki Gahara suicide forest in Japan with Natalie Dormer. I'm a huge Logan Paul fan, so I'm very... Yes. Oh, yes. So we went, I was sitting next to Carter when we went to go see this movie at midnight, and he immediately went to sleep, woke up halfway through the movie, looked up and went, 
Ugh, it's not over, and then went back to sleep. <laughs> it's like an expensive nap, though, you know? You do that, right? Well, back then we both worked at AMC, so we could get in all the movies for different. free. Cool. Um, yeah, I've I, Shaft like means nothing to me. I kind of feel like it's cool that like all three of them are together. Yeah! So I feel like that's kind of like interesting. Well, it it feels like, like a, if you're going to do an update, this is a way to do it. Sure. It played like a comedy, which I didn't think Shaft, the original, was supposed to be like a comedy. I guess it was probably a light-hearted, you know, like thing. A but... fun blaxploitation movie is what yeah. I always kind of, yeah. yeah kind of goofy or not and amped up. I don't think there were like jokes, but maybe the 2000 one is like joke heavy yeah. or something. It looked like this one, they were doing a lot of generational differences, too. Yeah. Where it was like the one guy thinks it's okay to hit a woman and the other guy thinks it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah Hitting yeah. women. Ha ha. Yeah. Comedy. That was, that, yeah. was, that was like one of the big jokes in the trailer. But it leads to him going, are there no non-violent people in Harlem? Which I thought was a very funny line. <laughs> That's um, funny. Yeah. So I don't know. This is this looks fine. I, the, the only thing I know really about Shaft is the Isaac Hayes theme. Which yeah. is like, you know, one of the Oscars. It's stuck in my head right now as we speak. Yeah. Which is a great fucking song. So I always I, get Shaft confused with right. Flash. Shaft. Yeah. Flesh. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I am acknowledging that they are different. No, I know. Yeah. I, I like that. I think the Isaac Hayes song is like great, and I am very sad that like probably like a post Malone type is gonna like. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I'm already like. There's gonna there's gonna be some horrible cover of that over the credits of this movie. Yeah. yeah there's some cool stuff. I mean, like it. Yeah, you're right. It's a lot of generational humor, which I think is like kind of cool. Like I think it plays at least in this trailer. It's funny that like Sam Jackson is probably as old as Richard Roundtree. That's he just what I was gonna look. bring up. Is, <laughs> yeah, like 100% Sam Jackson is like sneaky old so yeah you know, like, well there's that whole thing because Glass just came out not that long ago and like in that movie a woman plays his mother and the woman who's playing the mother is like 10 years younger than Sam Jackson is yeah and I was like that's insane but like he just you know he, he literally hasn't aged in 35 years so yeah there's something about like uh, ages in movies like uh, I watched Bird Boss on Netflix and mm. Sandra Bullock's pregnant like how old is she she's 50 fucking years yeah. old she's pregnant in the movie like I mean it's, dicey like, yeah like she's got a powerful uterus. She got good eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll go see Shaft. I don't know. I feel like I like the idea that it's going to force me to watch the original and the new and the 2001. I, I feel like a lot of media now, I like need the excuse to have to check out because there's just too much of it. So right. it's like, yeah. And I bet if you watch those, the way you would rank it is current one's best, then the original, and then that, that middle one is garbage. Like, yeah, I for bet sure. that's how it's going to rank out. I love going to the movies, so I would go to see this, but... I don't know if I would like. I'm not gonna like break a date over it, you know. What I mean? For sure. having a plug or something, but yeah. if there's nothing else in the theaters, I would see it. I haven't seen the other one, so I really don't. Even, I don't even know what the deal with Shaft is. I don't know. I don't either, because I slept through the whole. He's thing. He's the Black James Bond, didn't you hear? Yeah, I, I, I think that's I, it. I, I didn't hear them say that. I think it literally like it was part of like these black exploitation films. I can't, can't tell if he's a cop. Is he a cop? I don't. I no, think, he's definitely. It was definitely in the black exploitation unit of think, film history. I think he's like a. I don't vigilante. Really know what that term means, to be honest. Like, black exploitation is like a period of film that was happening in like the seventies, where there were a lot of like kind of like black you know like yeah exactly like they yeah it was kind of like riffs on other movies, but they were kind of had this like low budget kind of almost uh, exploitation quality to them. They were a little bit like grindhouse movies, but they okay. primarily had black. The cast. Simpsons have one of the best jokes about that, where they're watching. Uh, black exploitation theater with Blackula and the blunt black of Cloture Blame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. That's very good. Yeah, it's exactly like in that pocket. It's kind of like race records a little bit, but like a bit. movies. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, and, but everyone said like of those movies, there are co like coffee, or there are a couple of these movies where they kind of like exist outside that world, and, mm. and, and Shaft is one of those where for whatever reason it's elevated beyond like lots of the movies that we would never talk about. I think it sounds, I think I'd be more interested in watching the original. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to go check. I, this feels like an excuse for me to go watch that. Yeah, I mean the original, from what I remember, from what my teacher from told me about, as I from what from what, from what yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah. what my professor told me as I nodded and pretended to have remembered any of it was that it's like got a lot of funky music. It's yeah. like violent and pulpy in a Fair. fun kind of like Fast and the Furiousy way, where it's like, wow, there's a lot happening right now, yeah. and I'm really into it. For sure. Uh, let's move on to Tolkien. <laughs> which is the only movie really that is 100% outside of the hard times yeah. world. Hard times is just a little nerdy. Like, this is Lord of the Rings vibes happening for here. For sure, it's everything else totally has off. some kind of, like, theoretical, like, ties to, like, the world of music or not really the world of punk, I guess. But, like, at least there's a little bit of, like, a thematic tie-in in Tolkien. It's just like, whatever, like, here's Nicholas Holt. The O is a ring! Woo! 
I feel like this trailer was, uh, they just said it was Tolkien. Yeah, that's how it was a trailer. It's like, yeah, fuck you, you'll see it. So what is that movie going to be? It's going to be the internal thoughts of like an eight-year-old is what it looked like. And it's like, oh, here's the imagination I have and the cool, yeah. I like it when it's World War One and his friend is dead and then there's a bomb that goes off and it's got a face that goes bleh. Matt brought up a good point, which is like, this is like a teaser and like this movie comes out in May, like in like two and a half months or something. It's almost just like, it's like a, it demands that you see it if you're a fan. For sure. They don't want to tell you what they really made. They just say, this is Tolkien. Yeah. This is the date. You are to show up. Well, because like if you love yeah. Lord of the Rings, right? Like yeah. you're not gonna not. It's see gonna this movie. be. Look how not racist Tolkien was. He was writing about his friends, you guys. What he is wa- the racist thing about Tolkien? I remember Jeremy Kaplowitz, one of our editors, was telling me about. It. There's some some of the races are supposed to represent Jewish people. Or yeah, something. like the orcs are like very clearly like Jewish or something like that. Yeah. And like the elves are all like willowy and white and nice. It's very like. Mm. Not necessarily, like, racist in, like, an old-timey grandpa way, not mm. racist like a Charlottesville way. You mean the orcs Jewish people? Something like that. Well, yeah, people put that on, on Rowling, too. That, yeah. Like, uh, that the, the, goblins the goblins at Gringotts, like, Jewish people. All, the, all the banks are run by goblins who are, mm. like, really ugly and penny-pinching, and they have big, long noses, and one it's like, the, hmm. One of, the, one of the best parts about those theories, I always find this part funny, is when someone tries to explain that and they go well obviously these people are distrustful they're ugly (laughs) clearly these are the Jewish people and everyone goes I'm kind of I'm not sure if you're on the same team as I am yeah 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 yeah. I don't use those terms to describe the Jewish people Uh, I don't know where you are it's like oh well of course they're Mexican look how lazy they are if it was written that way I can see why we should be upset but if you're just putting that on it there's something else going on there's a different agenda Tolkien, there's lots of, like, kind of... I mean, I'm... The only time I ever watched Lord of the Rings was when I was making out with a guy in college and we put it on in the background. Well, we and it was like, like a four and a half hour makeout session. <laughs> it was. It was really weird because we were getting frisky and it was like one ring to rule them all, two rings to rule not all of them. I don't remember. I was busy. But that's like literally my only experience with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I feel like the weirdest part of this trailer is that it does seem like it's at points like a Lord of the Rings like read. Like, like there's a lot of like... It's gonna be like a... They, footage of Lord of the Rings at some point. Yeah, Remember they this? did this right. with another author. Who else did they do this with? Where it's like, oh, it was like his life the whole time. There's been a couple of these. There have been a bunch. I actually wrote that down. Like, because like Finding just... Neverland is like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Finding yeah. Neverland was the other yeah. one. And they just put out one not that long ago, but the guy who wrote uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What it is. yeah, yeah. It's like one of those where it's, it's like, like that's oh, a boring, look at... stuffy white British author that like there's no chance their life is interesting. Like their work is interesting. They themselves are probably yeah. boring as fuck. Like if you did a, a, a movie about Matt and I doing the hard times, it's us at our laptops like. Just being like, ugh, ugh. You're saying you guys are really like living and breathing the world in which all those guys need to get off the like the same night at the auto zone. Like, yeah, come on, like, that is your life. <laughs> we're gonna make that movie and we're gonna show that representation. Like, come on, it's gonna be great. Well, I would I would say that we've probably lived a lot of the hard time stories, but they're really not that interesting. Right, right still yeah, wouldn't yeah, be that yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the guy needing to get off work. You know, what, uh, one of my favorite movies. What's the name of this movie? The the one where the band hijacks the radio station? Oh, uh, Pirate Radio? Airheads. 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 Yeah, with Brendan Fraser. So fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah, trick question. Lemmy is God. That's a quote. Uh, <laughs> I went to a music festival one time and we were doing the comedy tent there and they gave me a name, a badge, and, and it said Lemmy on it. And I went, what is this? It's the God Pass. Hell <laughs> yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. This looks fine. It's whatever. The O is a ring, you guys. It's like the ring. It's like the Lord only, of the Rings. I think the only Lord of the Rings I saw really was when I was a kid. I think my family had the VHS. It was like an animated version. Yeah, yeah. the Rankin Bass one. The, the, yeah, the Hobbit. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the Hobbit. Yeah, my I wife saw... was a Tolkien guy. She'll want to see this and it'll be, you're going alone. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, love. It just looks boring. I saw Smaug in theaters and I slept through most of it and then woke up for the end because we're Benedict because Benedict Cumberbatch yeah we're figuring out that you have not seen any movies <laughs> I just slept through film school <laughs> yeah I graduated and made out through the Lord of the Rings you know, just, you know whatever. I was busy I was doing stuff um, last trailer we have to talk about is a movie called Spies in Disguise which is from uh, Blue Sky the people that do Minions and 
Yeah, I thought that's blue. Illumination does. Oh yeah, blue sky does. What? Mars needs moms. Is that something else? It's like one of those. Well, blue sky, I think, is they have the they have the Doctor Seuss rights, right? They did. Yeah. Yeah, they did like Morax and shit like that. We have some inside intel that this movie was originally called Pigeon Impossible. Which is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. This this trailer is wild because it literally is like, here's this cool you know black spy who has cool cars and stuff, and then he gets turned into a pigeon in like the last five seconds, and I think that's what the movie is actually about. But yeah. it is not the way that they have sold this movie. Right. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna say like if the movie is has a runtime of 104 minutes, 100 of those minutes are pigeon. Minutes. Right. 100. We saw all of the like early part in this trailer. Yeah. I thought it was crazy that Will Smith's animated body. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It looks like he's seriously deformed. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. he, like he can't get enough blood to his leg. Yeah. 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 I love how his face takes up like 25% of his head. Yeah. There's a lot of chin the happening. Whole, the whole notion of making a man's body, you know, like, uh, like oh, I don't know like, how people represent bodies in the media. Right. He's only pecs. Yeah. He's right. pecs, so he's shoulders, like, and he, then it's he was, like... He was Y-shaped. Yeah. 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 Uh, and his yeah, legs... It's not like an hourglass anymore. It's his like, legs why? are like... like just like they're they had to say ink or something on the legs. Uh, Look, we shouldn't focus on that. He's only a man for four minutes yeah, in this movie. He's a pigeon pig. for the rest of it. I also just like I, I like imagining it's a, the. It is a child as boss. Is that what it was like? The, them yeah. raising money. Them raising money for this movie, being like, we got Will Smith is going to be a pigeon. Yeah, people yeah. are like, we're in a hundred million. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, and Tom Holland. Carrier or street pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, real quick. Let's talk about the cast of this because yeah. it's Will Smith. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Who's Tom Holland? Is he one of the Spider-Men? He's Spider-Man, okay. yeah. He's hot. And then a couple other people. And then he's smooth and he's DJ Khaled. Yes. Yeah. Who's not in this trailer. He's not pleasuring his wife, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Like, I... Uh, is he the villain? Like, he's the fifth build person. I really I want him to just be a pigeon that just walks around and screams, Pigeon Khaled! That'd be great. Can I make a guess? Yeah, go for it. I think DJ Khaled's probably going to be like a raccoon okay. or like another weird. animal. Yeah, or like a, a, a cat, like a really fat cat sure. who's like in a garbage or something. Love it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, like, and... like Will Smith should be afraid of him as a pigeon, but he's not because he's just like, ah, I'm here, I'm not going to get you. Love it. But yeah, now he's... here's the thing. The, the soundtrack, you got... Legendary Will Smith. You For got sure. DJ Khaled. Who's who's writing that theme song? Because we had Wild Wild West. Right. I mean, Will's. You know he's gonna want to reboot. Will let me. Will. Millennium? Yeah, the millennium. millennium. Move. I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 19 years deep into the millennium. I would be shocked if we don't get a great theme song. Not great. A theme song. A passable theme song. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith featuring DJ Khaled. Can I say something else? Yeah. Dude. No. I haven't heard of any of these movies. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to come out and I'm not going to see any advertisements for them or see them playing in my local theaters. I, for some reason, it's this weird disconnect where I feel like you guys have looked up movies that... I'm just not going to hear about Yeah, are these, these are major releases. They all yeah. Yesterday like, was yes, pretty big. Really? Yesterday yeah. was, yeah. yeah. Lots, people have been very, of, yeah, people have been very upset about yesterday on Facebook. pieces about yesterday. I feel like I'm really out of the loop then. Yeah, you I guys mean, are film people. Yeah, I Look, mean, Shaft, not the biggest movie, probably. Tolkien, probably going to fly under the radar. I would imagine Skies in Disguise does fairly well, but I mean, like, it's an animated movie, right? Like, right, you got to take your kids, kids to see something. Yeah. 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 Especially if it's coming out over the summer. And like, also, late. you want to see Will Smith be a pigeon, right? Honestly, this is my wheelhouse. I kind of do want to see Will Smith be a pigeon. Well, like, I would so much rather see this than like, burp, burp, we adapted to Hop on Pop. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's original. It's funny. Because the kid in the trailer, like, he has a point. If you're going to be a spy, there are pigeons everywhere and nobody pays attention to them. So not only does it, like, kind of track, it's a fun premise for an animated yeah, but film. But how does that kid know this guy's a spy? And why is that kid his boss? That's hey! I don't, yeah, that, I don't understand. It does kind of seem like he is the cue yeah, to like exactly. it. But, like, why would a child little be Jimmy Neutron sort of vibe. Sure, yeah. yeah sure. I think it's got a little bit of, like, a syndrome from The Incredibles vibe, where it's like, this kid was, like, the kid who wanted to be the spy, but he was turned away, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna prove it to them with this great... By making this guy a pigeon. Yeah, with this pigeon ray that I have. I go out of my way to not see any of the movies. Sure. I don't know if that makes me ignorant I, or something. I, do I haven't seen... You're out on like Pixar stuff too. I feel like a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm down with like the Pixar stuff because it's of a quality, but like not anything what's the, else." What's the family of superheroes that just came out? The Incredibles. The Incredibles. I haven't seen that one. Everyone says it's really good. Yeah, it's great. 
To be like fair, I work in animation movie. and I also didn't see The Incredibles. It's great. I'm Sweet. sure it was. Yeah, it was fun. I'll see, um, what's their... I don't think Pixar's announced their next one yet. But... Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. I'll oh, see yeah, Toy that's Story right. 4. We've I... talked about it multiple times We have podcast. talked about it multiple times. Well, I, I was thinking, like, their next original one. Right. I don't know. I don't remember what scene, but I remember... I don't cry very often. Like, I'll go, like, a year or two without crying. Toy Story 3? I cried during Toy Story 3. Oh, Watching yeah. it alone. I don't know. Like, the, the incinerator the part? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they were, like, holding their hands. They're like, y'all, we're gonna die, man. It's, like, PG. It's tragic. Um, hard times. We can read you just by following you guys on all social media. Yeah, the hard times. What uh, are your handles? Go to just go to thehardtimes.net and you'll find anything like that. Um, hopefully, if you have a punk friend, they'll mm-hmm. share some of our articles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Check out um, uh, dating simulator releases what are we mode yeah yeah was that a steven one yeah. <laughs> yeah we should mention kate's boyfriend occasionally writes for well, he does if the hard is the hard drive like technically like a, it's all the same thing but like it's all the same team yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We, have, we have different people who are kind of like you guys like sections yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is a vertical mm-hmm. that we're doing um, check out soldier accidentally goes prone yeah <laughs> it's amazing have all his oh, articles yeah, memorized. Yeah. keep going well because he's too. just constantly talking about them when we're at home but. yeah hard drive is uh, growing a lot and people really like that one that's our video game one but we just started a podcast nice. um, yeah. called the Hard Times Podcast you can just google that or look at it and they sort of so original it. name I know I well, well, if we had focus groups not the hard like, cast <laughs> focus so we, like, we, had, we had people from all over the country sitting around a table and we had this guy running the focus group and they came up with the Hard Times Podcast hey, you know it uh, works yeah. <laughs> we're hoping that people will go I like the hard times and <laughs> click, <laughs> click play that was what we were hoping hey man that'll do it hey, it works yeah. Uh, Kate, well, you have no idea what's coming up. I have no idea what's coming up. I was on my drive over here. I was thinking, CJ's going to ask me what I have coming out. It's just going to be like the same thing because we record these episodes all at the same time. And I just don't know. I don't know. what I don't know. Go to the website. Fuck it. There will be something there. Yeah. Maybe a yesterday think piece. Yeah. 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 There'll be. I'm trying to think. I'll write yeah. about how I slept through Shaft and I'll try to guess what it's about. I don't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, whatever. There's a man. And um, he is. He's black, but he's. Shooting people. He's out there. Oh boy. That's, that's the basis of <laughs> far right website. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Look, you already saw the apartment. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on in music. We have a couple interviews in the hopper, I'm sure. Check There's cool out. stuff coming. Just go to merrygoroundmagazine.com. Yeah, probably. There's yeah. always cool stuff happening on our website. But you probably also want to plug the podcasts on yes. socials. At Trailer Trash Pod on Instagram and at T Trash Pod on Twitter. I got a notification yesterday that said, Congratulations, you have 10 followers. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter is not. Twitter is not our friend. Instagram great. Instagram is doing well. Twitter is abysmal. So Make if you're hearing sure. this, at least one of you heard this because we got our 10th follower the day that the other podcast came out where I begged people to subscribe to our Twitter. Mr. Sweet. Uh, shout out to my brother's uh, fiance's dad, who is a huge Hell fan. yeah. Yeah, shout Hell out to him. Yeah. So yeah, this if you're if you're hearing this, up. if you're hearing this, button. please follow us on our social. <laughs> I, like I know it. you're sitting there thinking, oh, I don't have to. They're covered. We're not covered. Please I like, subscribe. I like the desperation. Like this is the fucking AM radio. You built it. Apocalyptic. <laughs> if you're hearing this, <laughs> please <laughs> God, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> we need bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, Twitter not our thing. I don't know why. It'll be cool if we get some more people. The Instagram does Twitter. gangbusters, but Twitter for whatever reason is not happening. Our Twitter's actually our least popular platform too but um tag us on uh, on the post and we'll make sure to retweet it hell yeah you guys Some thank you will, uh, i got i got trash. subtweeted by medieval times this week which was like the highlight of my social media career i that's think big. that's big because i very big because i suggested at medieval times why don't you have a 21 plus night where you can just eat a whole chicken get wasted and watch jousting without being judged by a 10 year old birthday party yeah and uh, they replied and were like me thinks milady is on to something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Do you know how hard I would be at a 21 plus medieval times night? That would be so fun. Too intense. Um, Honestly, yeah. it sounds like a hard times article. Yeah. Right it does. <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> so beaten to death with a turkey leg. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've never been to medieval times. 
You should check it out. It's, it's fun. Uh, quite the experience. You've seen Cable Guy, I'm sure. If oh my you god! You are hearing this, please. I want to go to Medieval Times with you. Oh, please take him to Medieval Times. If the best thing that happens is Mac has to go to Medieval Times because he did this podcast. That's you know amazing. what? This is going to be a really dumb thing for me to say, but there's a pirate dinner adventure next door to Medieval Times, yeah. which is, I think, kind of more fun. Yeah, we have a friend that does it actually. She's like, one do of we the really? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. does it? Uh, it's one of Tapley's friends. I think you probably know her though. Oh my god, that's so much fun. But the yeah, when you because when you go into the pirate adventure dinner it's like there's a huge pool in like the show area and there's a real like pirate ship floating in a real pool and that's where the show is we should get the guy who owns the pirate adventure on our podcast because that guy is so funny he's like oh there's people in this neighborhood who like (laughs) themed dinners we're taking that industry (laughs) over fuck you medieval times we're taking you to town. medieval shit's played out we're going with pirates especially because you know it's not a franchise like medieval times it's just a targeted one he's like I live around here it's really fun he's got signs Fuck the medieval shit. Keep going. It's on your left. We they got a bring, parking lot. They bring the kids up to play games. I remember I went and like ran up a flag and I won a prize. It was Sorry, fantastic. Guys, guys always wearing this sunglasses. This was like a Somali inside. pirate. <laughs> the Somali pirate. No captains now. Somali pirate adventure. <laughs> There's a comedian who does a really funny bit about like medieval times a hundred years from now where it's like today, People but it's medieval times and it's like. Ah, you're coming to like medieval times. Pick your color. Like, are you a crip or a blood? Oh, <laughs> because it's like a hundred years in the future. We'll link to it in the show notes. It's a really funny uh, bit. I'm doing a horrible job. All right, that's it. Let's wrap this That's up. all we got. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank this you guys so for coming fun. on. This is fucking awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having us. We Yay. appreciate it. Yeah, when you guys watch any of these trailers or any of these movies in real life, you can let us know and be like, hey, we finally watched yeah. yesterday. It was, yeah. uh, I will. I'll reach out if I watch one. No, we'll read your obituary after you hang yourself, Whoa. after you see, after you see yesterday. You, said, you ended this podcast on a threat? My obituary. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We were Look all around. Very... It's all Nazi really. We were all very upset about that trailer. Yeah. We'll see. Right. Maybe it'll be fine. I don't know. We should probably end this podcast before I say anything else. (laughs) If you were listening to this, they're turning off the podcast, but desperately need to talk to you. (laughs) 